Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonya McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. I want to talk to you today about fear. Me and my friend Paula, we had a long discussion about fear, how, you know, it's it's something that resonates in us, from us, by us. It's not downloaded in us. It's often a learned behavior because you're not born with fear. You know, it's something we pick up along the way. And some of us have fear so bad it causes anxiety and it causes other issues. Um, and a lot of people have to be medicated because of it. And then some people, you know, we look at them and we think their fears are absolutely ridiculous. Oh, you're, you, you fear, you know, they're phobias. You fear a grasshopper. You fear clowns. You fear what? You fear a plant? And to us, it might come across as ridiculous, but to them, it's real and genuine. I don't fear many things. You know, I'm, I don't like heights at all. I'm the type of person, if I was on the even second, but third, fourth, fifth, imagine me being on the 10th floor of a hospital and standing close to one of their big windows. If I look out, I automatically think I'm falling out of that window. I'm the person that window is automatically going to break, even though I'm not touching it. It's just going to break and a gust of wind's going to suck me out and I'm going to die. I'm also, uh, I have a great fear of drowning, even though I don't go to the water. I have a huge fear of drowning and falling. But those are, of course, like I said, self-made, but I won't get on a roller coaster. I won't get on anything that goes higher than I'm able to jump off and land on my feet. So those are small fears of mine. But what I fear bigger, larger, is loss of love. So if you've listened to my podcast previously, you know that I don't have the best relationship with everybody in my family. Some I do and some I don't. Um, three decades ago, a rumor was started about me and I'll just throw it out there again. If you haven't listened that I was on drugs and the rumor was started because I gave up a child for adoption. And I guess the person who started the rumors, like who would give up their child for adoption if they're not on drugs? So told everybody that I was on drugs and most of them, of course, believed it. And they alienated me because of it. Even though to this day, this person denies it, I absolutely know it's true. And even this person to this day treats me funny. And because of that, and because it has happened almost all my life, I have a fear of loving. Before I met my husband, I would date and if I got really close with a guy and I felt any, anything in my spirit that is like, uh-oh, you're going to fall in love, I would get rid of him. If a guy told me, I love you, even worse, I want to marry you, I'm putting on track shoes, I'm lacing them up, and I am running. I'm getting rid of that relationship. Even my friends, my girlfriends... I love you so much, sis. I didn't like it. Now, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'd be like, I love you too. But that would also be 
my opportunity to exit that relationship. And I didn't even realize I was like that until about 10 years ago. The fear of being loved by somebody who felt as unloved as I felt is humongous because most people who felt unloved run and will do anything for love. I didn't do anything for love because I didn't want it. I didn't understand it. I didn't know why people would even give it to me except my kids. They were the exception to everything. So this morning I woke up um, at 6.30. I, I didn't wake up on purpose because we traveled and I was exhausted. So my plan was to sleep till 8, but the sun came up and my body was like, nope, get up. And instantly I started thinking about a family member who every time they tell me they love me, I cringe because I don't think it's true. They'll say that, but then they'll say other little snide things to me. And they've done enough for me to know that's not love. But sometimes people tell you they love you out of fear of you not loving them or you not believing it. I hope that makes sense. So I might say to you, oh, yeah, 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 I really, I really like that. I like that a lot, but I don't like it. I'm only saying that because I don't want to hurt your feelings and lose you out of my life. And I think that's why this person tells me they love me, even though they should. Even though they should. I've never wronged them. I've never done anything but be immature when I was younger, extremely immature, which caused me, caused me great grief, you know, having to give up a child because of my, my immaturity, you know, living from place to place to place to place to place because of my immaturity. Not because I was on drugs, not because I was imprisoned, not because I was doing things wrong, but living my life. And it's crazy when people notice that about you, but they never correct you. They never have that talk with you. It's just judgment and disdain. And it doesn't have to be like that. You know, whatever you fear, especially when it comes to communication, I promise you at least eight out of 10 times, your fear is bigger than the situation itself. You are forward thinking an outcome before you even give a person a chance for them to give you an outcome. You know, we think, how's this person going to feel about this? And what are they going to say about that? And we can play out an entire scenario in our heads, an entire scenario with an audience of one. We are the person we're talking to. We're A, B, C, D, N, E. We're all those people and we're just playing it out in our heads. And because we know everything, we just let it ride instead of confronting things. What I learned over the last several decades is no matter what, if I confront something right, wrong, or indifferent, I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. You know, I told you guys once I tried to speak to a family member who who started this rumor about me and, and, and did so many other nasty things that I really didn't put together until, you know, one day I sat down and I thought, wow, they did this to me and this and this, and that is not love. 
you know, and I tried to talk to the person and, and the more I tried to talk, they would cut me off and tell me I'm wrong and that's not true and this isn't true. Like, I don't know my own truth. And one thing I've learned, I told you guys I used to be a liar. I don't lie. I'm not going to make up a whole story about you and there's only me and you talking and I'm telling you this story, but I'm lying. Like you weren't there, like you don't know. But that person's fear of being recognized for who they were was so great that they would rather continue the lie and then think, I'm just going to say, oh, okay, you know, you're right. I'm wrong. No, we both know I'm right. And all your fear is doing is causing a bigger wedge between us instead of just saying, you know what? I did. Maybe I apologize. Let's move forward. I know better. I'm doing better. Or I was going through something. Or I just apologize. Or, okay, I did it. And that was this many years ago. That would piss me off. But I would accept that better than telling me it never happened. And you don't know what I'm talking about. And constantly cutting me off when I'm trying to tell you something that bothered me. You know, um, but that person's fear of being recognized and seen for who they were or who they are was greater than them wanting to fix an issue or rectify a problem. But I promise you guys, fear will steal your future from you. Living in fear will eliminate your future because as long as you walk around in that fear and with those, those great things that are keeping you from moving forward in certain areas, you're robbing yourself. You're robbing yourself of your days. You're robbing yourself of your hours, your minutes, your seconds, and your future. Live in today. And whatever you're fearing, let it go. If it's a conversation you need to have, try to have it. I, I had somebody reach out to me. It's been about a month and they didn't want to talk about it on the podcast or anything, but they were saying, well, what happens when you know for a fact there's somebody who's done terrible things to you and you know for an absolute fact if you try to talk to them, they're going to shut you down. They're going to call you a liar. They're going to tell everybody what you said, what you did, and you're positive about this. There's no um, forward thinking. You absolutely know this person's like that. I said, how do you absolutely know if you haven't even taken that step? I said, you have to take that step, just like I did. And if that person does everything you said, at least you knew. At least you did what you were supposed to do. Or better yet, write it down and send it to them or give it to them and walk away you've still released it. See, I didn't get a chance to release everything because I kept getting cut off, but at least you released it. You write those words down and you send it to them. They're going to read it. They might be angry, but at least you're getting it all out uninterrupted. One or the other. And she said, you know, in another message, she was going to do that. She was going to write it all down and send it. But whatever it is, you guys, whatever is gripping you, whatever your fear is, whatever is keeping you from 
your today and you're still living in your past, you've got to pray it away. Let it go. You've got to live in your future. Don't wait for yesterday to come and it's already today. Start moving forward. All right. This is your girl, Sonya McQueen. I am led by motivation. That's LED by motivation.com. Or you can email me at ledbymotivation07 at gmail.com. We always get back to you. And if you want to be on the show, you let me know. And if you want to get our newsletter, you let me know. I'll gladly add it. It's free. Nothing, nothing costs you anything but a little bit of time and it's positive time. So why not give it up? All right. Take care. And if you want us, you know where to find us.